All right, we are live. Welcome to the Let Me Bend Your Ear podcast. My name is Frank. I'm the host of the show. I discuss and review movies new and old. As you can see, I've got a guest with me this evening uh, to celebrate the return of Rom-Com Corner. So I haven't done one of these in a while. So actually, my friend Jamie here was the one that uh, suggested this to me a couple of years ago, actually, when I first relaunched this podcast. So I've done two of Rom-Com Corner. So I did one uh, for the holiday, which I gave, I think a three Van Gogh review, which was a decent movie. It was a pretty good romantic comedy of Jamie recommendation. And then I went to Jamie a little bit later to give me a bad one. And she came through again with failure to launch, which I also reviewed on a previous episode. And please go back to that one. I'll post on my social media, which episodes they are. Cause that movie is bad. And Jamie, so and in all fairness to Jamie, Jamie said this movie is bad. And when Jamie tells me a rom-com is bad, who loves rom-coms, it's bad. It, it's bad. And it it lived up to it, but it was so bad. It was probably one of my favorite episodes to do because it's just, it's just God awful. And it was actually kind of fun to really rip the ridiculousness of that. So go to that, go to that episode. You'll, you'll hear my review of, of failure to launch it was terrible. But anyway, welcome Jamie. Thanks for coming on. I really appreciate you doing this. Thank you. Thank you. Happy to be here. All Long right. Time so, coming. I know. I know. So um, we're going to talk about the 2009 romantic comedy, The Proposal. So that has Sandra Bullock, Ryan Reynolds, Craig T. Nelson, Mary Steenburgen, Malin Ackerman, and uh, actually a, a bunch of good actors. That was the first thing I noticed about this movie, which I didn't know. Uh, I mean, I, I'm a big fan of Sandra Bullock. Ryan Reynolds I can, is hit or miss for me. I love him in Deadpool. Not so much in other stuff. Uh, we'll get into his performance in this movie, but... Uh, you got Craig T. Nelson, who I'm a big fan of, great actor, Mary Steenburgen, great actor. So in these romantic comedies, and kind of like with uh, with The Holiday, it helps when you have really good actors in these movies. Because even if the story is not to... the... Oh, go ahead. You didn't mention the most important person. Oh, you're right. The incomparable, <laughs> the irreplaceable, still alive as of this taping. Yeah. Betty White, of course, the 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 golden yeah. girl that's left, absolutely, and we'll get into we'll get into her in a minute. You're right, great point. And Betty White, so also part of a great cast. So the I'm gonna give the to break down the story real quick. So basically, um, Sandra Bullock plays a as an editor at a publishing house, and Ryan Reynolds is her assistant. Now I'm gonna stop there. One of the things I liked about the premise is it's kind of a reverse premise for a romantic comedy. So in most of these romantic comedies, it would have been the male. That was the editor, and then the female would have been the assistant, executive assistant, secretary. They make jokes about what he's called in the movie, uh, but I like the fact that it was gender kind of gender flipped, and she was in charge, he was the assistant, and of course his character is an aspiring writer, uh, wants to be an editor as well. So as the movie opens, uh, you see she's basically typical type A, very aggressive, very good at what she does, doesn't really treat her people very well. Specifically, Ryan Reynolds was basically, as you see early in the movie, is working nonstop just always working, always available, always kind of at her beck and call. So it turns out that uh, Sandra Bullock is from Canada and uh, she didn't fill out the required paperwork to, I guess, renew her work visa and it expired. So basically she gets called into her boss's office right after she fires uh, an underling, um, actually played by, was it Ozzy Monby, who used to be on the Daily Show, funny actor, really good. And he's good in the, in the five minutes he's in at the beginning of the movie when he has a meltdown on her. Uh, after she fires him, which is really funny, actually. But anyway, they tell her, hey, look, look, you got to go back to Canada. You can't stay here. She's like, no, I have to stay out. Well, I'll work from Canada. You know, I'll do remote work, which is funny in this middle of this pandemic in 2009. They're talking about, oh, we got the Internet. I can do 
meetings online and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, yeah, no, that's not going to work. Um, you're going to have to leave for a year. So Ryan Reynolds comes in because uh, Sandra Bullock uh, tells him, hey, look, 10 minutes in, come in, make up some reason to get me out of this meeting. So, of course, he comes in. All right, you got to go. You got to call. And then, and of course, she's like, no, 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 no. So then she, uh, uh, on the spur of the moment, comes up with this idea and says, oh, um, hey, me and uh, my assistant here are getting married. And, of course, Ryan Reynolds is looking like, what? And uh, yeah. we're, we're in love. It's been a secret. We didn't want to tell anybody. We're, we're, we're going to get married. So, of course, the boss is like, well, that's fantastic. That's great. Uh, let's, let's get this worked out. So, of course, the scenes, which are really, really funny. The early, the early part of the movie is actually really funny. Uh, the interaction between Reynolds and Sandra Bullock is great. And just the, the, his like shock, of course, of what's going on and her nonchalant, like, yeah, this is no big deal. You know, we, we just do this and we get a divorce and he's like, are you, are you out of your mind? So it's a good setup for the, for the, for the tension and the conflict. So I'll let you kind of chime in at the beginning of the movie. I know, uh, the setup is great. I, I was a big fan of the setup. What did you think of the setup of the movie? I loved it. I mean, it's kind of cliche. It's kind of typical. You kind of could see where this was going, but I love their chemistry. I think they're both supernatural comedic actors and super believable in what they're doing. Um, And I love that she was playing kind of against type, you know, where she was trying to not be so lovable and so likable. And she was the witch of the office and all of that. So I really enjoyed that. And I like that you know, when he needed her, all of a sudden there's this like power flip in their relationship where he knows that, you know, he's been at her beck and call all this time and now she needs him. Right. And I think it's really interesting the way that they were able to kind of maneuver that. So I, yeah, I no, liked it. I thought that's great. There was yeah, definitely and some funny scenes there. Yeah. One of the ones that just popped into my head was when um, they, uh, they leave, they leave the building, you know, they're, you know, they're, they're going through what just happened. And then he, uh, <laughs> He makes her get on her knee to propose yes. to him. So she yes. gets, she goes, I want you to get on a knee. I want you to do it right. And she yeah. gets on a knee. And then she says it the first time, like, will you, will you marry me? She's like, he's like, mm, yeah, it doesn't nah. sound like you mean it. Nah. So he really, he really, which is great. He, he milks it. And then, and then the thing that Ryan Reynolds does well. And what I like about him is he, yeah, he's got that kind of snarky way about him, but it's still likable. He does kind of totally. straddles that line really well. And I think, mm-hmm. and, and in this case, it works because he's the put upon person here, not her. Mm-hmm. So the fact that he's snarky and kind of an ass is 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 justified because it's like, dude, this dude just got. And then, like you said, he goes, "Wait a minute, all right." So then, when he finally makes a deal with her, all right, this is what's going to happen. Um, you're yeah. going to make me an editor, yeah, uh, immediately, and you're going to publish my manuscript. That's the deal. So then. So then, of course, uh, she agrees to the deal. So then the next uh, part of the movie, they go to immigration, which they think it'll be easy. So then they meet uh, an immigration investigator, uh, Dennis O'Hare, great actor who is actually, um, I know him from American Horror Story, actually. He's in a lot of seasons of that. And uh, he's been in a lot of other films, but yeah, really good actor. And uh, so, of course, he's like, okay, guys, seriously. You know, I know you just got fired. So, of course, you know, the the Asif Mandi, who had just gotten fired in the other scene, calls them and he knew about it. So he's like, look, I'm going to bust you. You can admit it now and nothing will happen and y'all can leave. Or if you want to continue with this nonsense, then I'll interview you both separately. And I'm going to find out that you're lying. And then you're going to jail. 
you're committing a crime. So they, of course, stick to the story. And he's like, all right, I'll see you guys on Monday. Because, of course, Ryan Reynolds has a scheduled trip that weekend to see his family in Alaska. So that's where the bulk of the movie takes place. So they go to Alaska. So she meets his family, which, of course, parents played by Mary Steenburgen and Craig T. Nelson. And, of course, the grandmother played by the great, wonderful Betty White. And then Malin Ackerman plays his ex-girlfriend that uh, okay. that they used to date while he was still there before he went, decided to go to New York and she wouldn't come with him. Uh, so that's basically the setup. And it's just them getting to know each other, her getting to know his family. And it kind of goes through the motions. I don't mean it's in a bad way of a romantic comedy because, look, romantic comedies, and, and, I, and I'm biased because I don't like a lot of them. But I understand there's a formula that you kind of got to go through. It's, and, and I get it. And if it's well executed. Uh, I'm good with it. And in this movie, uh, I liked a lot of it. I did like a lot of it. I, I liked, like you said, Sandra Bullock playing against type a little bit. And I'm a big fan of Sandra Bullock anyway. I think she's a very good actress. So I, her being good in this movie doesn't surprise me. And like I said, I liked Ryan Reynolds because, again, his character being the put upon character, I think really helps in this movie for him. And you yeah. kind of laugh at the stuff he does. And then, <laughs> and then, of course, Betty White just being herself, like just basically yeah. just being Betty White. You don't really have to. You just put the camera on her and then she's just just hilarious so all of that i really liked yeah so funny and then so of course there's a, a dynamic there with craig t nelson and ryan reynolds character so obviously they they're he doesn't understand you know his choices of career and 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 they and obviously they show that there's beautiful scenery there and they have a beautiful home and, and and obviously they're well off and they've they've been very successful and he wants them to take over and of course you know the son doesn't want to do that he wants nothing to do with that he wants to pursue his publishing dreams, his writing dreams and things like that. So there's that dynamic of, of tension there. And Mary Steenburgen, like I said, I'm a big fan of hers too. So she's fantastic as well. Uh, so like yeah. I said, the act, the acting and the, all the scenes in Alaska, the scenery is beautiful. The way it's shot is great. And, and their the evolution of their relationship, I think happens in an organic way. That's not cliched in the sense that it, it, it evolves, um, not super fast, but in a, in a natural way, I thought it was really well done. I'm sorry, my baby's getting no, in the no, background. don't be sorry, don't be sorry. My <laughs> two-year-old sleeping, so if not, my baby be in the background. Don't worry about it. No worries. I wish she was sleeping, but yeah. You know what I think is super interesting about this part of the movie is when Sandra Bullock finds out that he's not just her poor assistant who comes from nowhere. He's right. like his family owns the whole town; they own right. everything, and. He doesn't need to be, you know, working up from the ground up in her business. He doesn't need her as much as she thinks he does right. um, to be successful. You know, Absolutely. he decided he wanted to leave this wealthy family and all of this business opportunity to go follow his dreams. So I think she kind of, A, is intrigued by the fact that they have money, you know, and he's not just some poor kid that's her assistant. And B impressed by the fact that he's living his life and following his dreams and so did she you know they both left home and came to new york to like everyone does you know to make it in new york and i think that that's a cool little detail there of their story right and you actually i'm glad you brought that up because that actually reminds me of the of her character and which i think elevates this movie above uh other romantic comedies is, is her backstory is interesting too you know she lost both of her parents when she was young and uh kind of you know navigated that and it kind of made it kind of made her drive the way she is to be successful so i think to mm -hmm. your point about his character i think when she finds that out about him i think she in her own way from her character's perspective really grows to respect him because mm -hmm. he's not taking the easy way out he's taking he's doing he's pursuing what he wants to do 
uh, when he could have just coasted and, and had a good, easy life. And uh, I think yeah. you're, I think that that builds that deepens that relationship between them when they find out uh, about each other, uh, which is one of the other funny scenes, too. When so of course, she's sleeping on the bed. He's sleeping on the floor of the room. Yeah. Um, and uh, they were it was just a funny scene when she, when um, she was talking to him about uh um, it takes two, the 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 rap song, and and she's singing yeah. it, and, and Ryan Reynolds is pretending he, he's like, I don't know, I've never heard that song. So she starts singing yeah. it. It takes two to make it, the, and then he's he's like, oh, which is like one of like, my songs. Yeah, it's a great song. Yeah, so she, so he's like, oh yeah, yeah, I I, I really do the song. I just want to hear you sing it. Uh, so <laughs> it was just you know things like that, and I think you know these romantic comedies it really hinges on the performances because like you said, it's going to go through those motions because look, and that's okay, and like I said. It's like an action movie. It's like any other kind of movie. A lot of the things are going to be predictable. They're going to be people that have conflict at the beginning. They're going to eventually, unless some there's some exceptions to this rule, but most of the time they'll fall, they'll fall in love. You know, we know where it's going, and that's okay if it's if, it, if the journey there is 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 entertaining. So I think in this movie it was. I, I actually really enjoyed it. I did. I liked it. Uh, I liked it a lot. Um, yeah. I think it, it is a better one. And like I said, as as it goes as it goes to. Uh, their wedding. They the other thing that happens in the movie is they they decide, hey, we want you to get married here. So they spring that surprise on them. So they they're gonna get married there <laughs> instead of there. So they, they they plan this whole wedding and and the other funny aside too is when when they have a girls a girls day and they take yeah. him to a strip club, club. <laughs> which, <Yeah. laughs> where with the with the with the only male exotic dancer in the uh, in the little town there. Which that dude, I don't know who that actor was. Fantastic. He was fantastic. So, yeah. And what's great is that whole scene in the strip club is funny. And then later on, it pays off because they go to a shop to go shopping to get some stuff at the store. And he's like the, the owner of the store, the same guy. He's and he's like, hey, I know you. Hey, she's like, oh, my God, you got to be kidding me. So that was, was fantastic. Also, that was funny. Yep. He was also the waiter, cater waiter um, in the beginning when they first get to his parents' house. They have a little like catered. Party. Oh, you're right. That's right. The Mr. Everyman. That's right. Eat the fish. Oh, I didn't even, you know what? I missed that. I didn't catch that. You're right. Because yeah, that was funny too. Because she's like, he's like, you'll love this fish. You'll love it. She goes, I don't like fish. I don't like fish. Eat it, shoves it in her mouth. Exactly. And then, of course, she spits it out because she hates it. No, you're right. Good call. So, yeah, he's in three different he's scenes. Like, He's like the only like bachelor in the town, you know. So yeah. He's like Mister. He's like the stripper. He's this guy. He's that guy. Right. He's everywhere. So that that's a really funny little detail. Yeah, um, he's everywhere too. Yeah, absolutely. The only thing, honestly, that I didn't love, to be honest. Well, let's talk about what we didn't like. Yeah, go ahead. I don't love his like relationship with his dad because I felt like it was they didn't get into it enough, but also mm -hmm. it was like awkward and uncomfortable. Like I didn't love the conflict there. And I also don't remember loving the, it didn't feel natural, like the relationship with him and his ex-girlfriend, you okay. know, like the way that she reacted to him coming home and like being engaged and all that kind of stuff. Like the, it just didn't, that didn't feel as natural to me as some of the other scenes. Well, I was going to get into the ex-girlfriend because um, that's a good point because I thought I think I thought the opposite. I think what you're saying is, were you thinking that she should have been more, um, what's shocked the word I'm looking for? Not not even shocked, right. but what's the word I'm looking for? Not confrontational, just more angst-ridden about him coming back and, and, and bringing all that back. When you, when you see an ex with somebody else, you're normally not yeah. happy about it per se. Right. So I think maybe right. you were looking for more conflict there when there wasn't really yeah, any. Yeah, it just didn't 
to me, it didn't feel very authentic. Like, and I think that they were going to get married. Like, I think he was going to marry. Maybe they were engaged. I can't remember specifically. But to me, it just didn't feel as authentic. Like, to have her be hanging out with his mom still and, and like, coming to the bachelorette party and just, like, being part of it. I don't know. It was very small town to me, but also felt a little bit weird. I don't know. No, no, no. And I, like I said, I think because I, it's funny how you look at the same thing a different way, because I, I kind of like the fact that because in a lot of these romantic comedies, the ex-girlfriend, ex-wife, what, whatever it is, is, is always yeah. played kind of shrill too. like she's like bitter. super jealous or super bitter about it. So yeah. for me, I guess I had the opposite kind of view. I, I thought it was kind of cool that she was cool with it. You know what it reminded me of, actually? Owen Wilson, who was more passive aggressive and meet the parents. Because if you remember, he was like the perfect ex-boyfriend. Yeah. He kind of had some passive aggressive. Yeah, but he was more passive aggressive. Yeah, it was weird, but but his was different because why are you hanging out with my girlfriend's dad? Like, why who are why are you still in the picture? That's weird to me. Yeah, I felt like it's funny, but not normal. Right. No, no, no. I hear you. No, that's a good one. And so let's get to let's get to Betty White. So since you brought I almost forgot about her. I couldn't believe it. What's your favorite Betty White scene? I think I know what you're going to say, but go ahead. I mean, the windows to the wall. I can't like anytime I hear that song and you know this like for years, if that song even comes remotely into my world, I'm doing Betty White's little dance around the fire. Like, I well, yeah. And you told me about that scene. I know years ago and, and, you know, when you were telling me to watch this movie. So believe me, I was actually looking forward to that particular scene where take place in the movie because it's funny because you have Betty White being funny doing her little ritual and then Sandra Bullock just gets all into it she's dancing she's twerking she's singing the lyric and then of course Ryan Reynolds is coming up and and, but the best part of that scene is the end when they when Ryan Reynolds takes her and says okay we gotta go and then and then he just looks at her and goes you're a freak (laughs) that's literally and then they just walk away, which is a great end to that. He's like, "You're a freak." Great. So great. <laughs> yeah, it was. Absolutely. It was very good. It was very good. And yeah, that, like I said, I, like, I it, Betty White's character as like the grandma who like knows everything. You know, she knows how things are going to turn out, even though they didn't. And I love that. You know, she's the elder. She's she's kind of laying the groundwork for their love story even before they realized where it was going. So right. I thought that was. Yeah, and let's talk about the end of the movie because, like I said, this kind of movie, I don't think I don't have a problem with spoilers because it's you kind of know where it's going. So obviously, like in a lot of these movies, you know, the jig is up uh, at the end, towards the end of the movie. You know, Sandra Bullock at the wedding admits that this was all you know not real and apologizes because, of course, she comes to the realization that that she really loves these people and cares about these people and and feels bad about it. And then it kind of sets up the, the very end of the movie, which I think we all know where it's going to go. But uh, I, I thought that was all well done. Again, like I said, I, I, I liked it. I enjoyed the movie. I did. It was uh, it yeah. was, a, it was, it was a decent movie for, like I said, I, I'm not a rom-com person. I'm not a Ryan Reynolds person. And on both of those counts, it didn't really matter. I thought it was good. Uh, I think you're right. Uh, it's a good point about their father son relationship. I do think it was not delved into deep enough. That's a good point. Uh, they did gave you just enough to real to, just to say, basically he's mad at him. Hi. Hello. Hey, Lucy. <laughs> Sorry. No, that's okay. But I, no. It's a little that I agree with you. The ending, you know, um, I, I kind of love that she felt guilty. You know, she like loved these people. She didn't want to lie to them anymore. She didn't want even to her own, dis, you know, dismay and to her own um, potential getting deported and fired and all this horrible things that could happen to her. She finally put other people's feelings 
before her own. And I, I thought that was really special. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it was yeah. a, it was a, a good way to end the movie. So yeah, I, I, like I said, I, I liked it a lot. I'm glad you recommended it. It was a, it was an enjoyable, like I said, it's, it, it is what it is. And like I said, for me, I'm not a romantic comedy fan. So, uh, like kind of like the holiday, it's like I said, I think the holiday I think, is a great movie. Very good. It's very good. And again, you know, go back to that review there. Great actors elevate the material. And like I said, not just in romantic comedies and in, in any genre. So I think this movie, like I said, the chemistry between Reynolds and, and Sandra Bullock is great. And that elevates any weaknesses that would be in the movie. If there was a, a, two different actors or like I said, I, it was, I enjoyed it. It was good. I think I, I out of five, I would probably give it, uh, I'd probably give it three and a half, which for me yeah. is a, is a recommendation for someone to see it if they haven't seen it. And if you like romantic comedies, you'll definitely like it. So, I mean, if that's something yeah. that's in your wheelhouse and you haven't seen it, I would definitely recommend yeah. it. Uh, it. It was, it was enjoyable. I'm glad I, I'm glad I finally watched it. I know it's been years. You've been telling me to watch it. So, what I'm going to get you to do, though, since I'll hopefully do these rom-com corners more frequently, um, I'll hopefully bring you on for those, too. What's the next one you know, I should watch? Oh, let's you know, go. I, I was just going to say to you, the next movie is Notting Hill. Notting Hill. Notting Julia Roberts, Hill. Hugh Grant, right? Yep. That movie okay. is oh, so good. Less comedy. So, like, the proposal is, like, a true rom-com. Right proposal is funny you know it's it's light it's definitely follows more of like the the uh, standard rom-com kind of way and it's definitely heavier on the funny side the um notting hill is romantic it's a rom-drom right it's a it's mm -hmm. a little bit more it's not sad or scary like a like a drama but it's it's not funny you know so they, I feel like in Hollywood, they call everything a comedy, even when it's not funny, because um, they don't know how else to categorize things. It's just a really good, really good romantic story. No, I'll do that one, because there's another one that I saw that I did see, actually, came out in the 90s with Hugh Grant, Four Weddings and a Funeral, which I actually am a big fan of. You know, I actually have never seen that movie. I oh, think I tried to watch that movie one time, and I like didn't make it all the way through for whatever mm -hmm. reason. You know me, sometimes I just don't. And I think it was a little bit older and a little bit more unrelatable to me, just because of the British humor and like right. the early '90s, and it just was not quite like that good to me. But Notting Hill, first of all, Hugh Grant. Is phenomenal in that movie. He's like a little puppy that you want to adopt and take home with you for the rest of your life. And Julie Roberts is great. She's always great. So yeah. the story is really good. Got that typical British feeling to it, that London feel. Um, but it's just such a good story. Such a good, all right. good. All right. Well, that will be the. All right. That's fine. That'll be the next rom com. And I know, and I know the one after that. But again, which really comedy i mean kind of but like not what this is well what i can do then i can review it on a re episode proper that's not rom-com corner and just review it straight up as a movie on its own so i can do it as a single episode and have you do that one but i do know what other one i need to watch that i've never seen my best friend's wedding oh i love that movie i've never seen it that's a great one. and i know that's a, considered a classic yeah so that might probably be the next rom-com corner one and that's definitely more of a comedy for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, I the wedding planner with J Lo. That oh, I've good. seen that one. Yeah, I've seen that one. That one's okay. I Jennifer yeah, Lopez. See Jennifer Lopez, who I think is a very I, I have no problem. I think she's a very good actress, but not in romantic comedies. 
I think the ones she yeah. does are terrible. She's great in Out of Sight with George yeah. Clooney. That movie's fantastic. Yeah. She's good in dramas. I love her in in, in romantic. Reading Planner was okay. Like I can't even think. Oh, you know what was good? That movie Enough, where like when Enough. her husband was like leading her and she mm -hmm. ran away. That was good. Yeah, but um, uh, yeah, but no, I definitely loved her in uh, in Out of Sight. Planner. That's probably her best movie. Yeah. So like the Wedding Planner, I think falls into like typical rom com. It's not great. Yes. It's good. It's funny. It's good. You know, Matthew McConaughey. It's like totally his kind of shtick. You know. Yeah. Um, which I think is a different level than like the proposal. I think that movie is so much more authentic. You know, it's just yes. the actors are better. You yes. just feel they have like a natural comedy and a chemistry between the two of them. So I, I agree. And that's like in contrast to what was that other movie that we hated? Um, the one with Matthew McConaughey and Sarah Jessica Parker. Failure to launch. That you were just talking about. Yeah. My favorite no rom com chemistry. ever. <laughs> yeah. No oh my chemistry. God, zero. Like, yeah, that's that. Worst. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and the story, look, look, I'll, I'll get into it a little bit with you since I never really got into, to, the, I didn't do the show with you. It, 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 the, the premise is so, forget about even the lack of chemistry. The premise is so ridiculous. Yeah. Like her job is to date dudes, yeah. get them out of their parents' houses and then dump them. How yeah. is that a sustainable business? Like, if, first of all, if you have me thinking about that, the story is not good anyway, because I shouldn't be thinking about that. I should be just wrapped up in the romance and the story. But the fact of the matter is I'm going, <laughs> she, how does this a job? Like, yeah. how do you well, juggle? Because like, you would have to juggle literally 15 relationships to make this an actual job. Like, you would have to be dating 15 guys at the same like, time. Yeah. And she's like 40. Like, come on. But that's real. <laughs> well, I wasn't going to go down that road, but... It, and I like and, and I like Sarah Jessica Parker and I like Matthew McConaughey. It's not even like I don't like the actors, but yeah. it, they they literally that's probably the worst chemistry movie I've ever seen. They had none. Like they were almost like they were brother and sister. Like it wasn't even like they were. It was it was bad. And like I said, the only thing good about that movie is Kathy yeah. Bates because she's never bad. The three and or four scenes she's in, she's great because she's Kathy Bates and she's never bad. Well, and her husband, the guy that Terry Bradshaw. Well, yeah, that guy yeah, was yeah. He was funny. <laughs> yeah, that that was that was Terry it. And, it, it, and then her, and then what's the girl from the the new girl? Was it Zoe Deschanel? Who I don't. I think that's who it was. I think it was the girl from Breaking Bad, the one that Jesse's girlfriend that died. No, no, not not true. No, no, it's no, it was Deschanel because her character was so that whole story with her and the bird. That yeah. she was, it, yeah. I'm like, what is this? This is, it, it's so, so bad. So good. Oh, hey, Renee yeah. came on. Hey, Renee, how are you? Um, but uh, it was so, so bad. That movie is, is, so but I enjoyed watching it because it was fun. Because it is fun to review. <laughs> like, it was so bad. It was funny. Like, I was like, yeah. this is like, like, they made this movie. They, I'm like, oh, it, it's bad. Yeah. It's it's and it was like after Sex in the City too, so it was like during the height of SJP. You know, it was but she made a couple really bad choices during that time frame. To be honest, um, there was another movie that she did, which like should have been good, and I can't think of what it's called. But it was like she was dating this guy, and she goes home with him for the holidays, 
and she meets his whole family and she ends up like sleeping with his brother and then it was just all this weirdness was that the i think that's a jodie foster movie director is that robert downey jr in that movie because it's like a big family no No, i know what you're talking about that wasn't it this was i oh my gosh if I could write right now and didn't have like mom brain, mushy mom brain, she was <laughs> dating. Um, what's the guy's name? Dermot Mulroney, the guy with the little scar on his lip. Is that his name? Dermot Mulroney. And then, well, he was in my best um, friend's wedding. Speaking of Dermot Mulroney. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. The mom was, um, what's her name? Um, Give me a second. <laughs> I'm gonna look it up while you're thinking of it. Hold on. Give me two seconds. The mom is, um, you know, Oh, the Woody Allen lady. What the hell is her? Diane name? Keaton. I think that Giant is home for the holidays. I think that is home for the holidays. For the holidays. I, horrible. The movie should have been great. And it was so freaking bad. So awkward. So weird. The she ends up sleeping with his brother, who I think was Yeah, Downey Jr. Yeah, this is it. Brother. Yeah, Jody Foster directed it. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking of. I was right. Yep. Wait, wait. No, no. No. Not Robert Downey Jr. No. That's a different movie. Right? No, hold on. I'm looking right here. Hold on. Okay. Yeah. This no, yeah, you're right, because Holly Hunter is a star of that one. You're correct. Yeah, that is. Yeah, you're right. right. I'm sorry. All right, That's so Sarah Jessica Parker. This one is, um, um, I think Craig T. Nelson is the dad. Oh, and he and pops up again. Craig T. Yeah. Um, and you said Dermot Moroni? Claire Davis Here we go. is in it. Like, all these really The Family actors. Stone. Here we go. I got it. The Family Stone. That's it. Terrible. That's it. Terrible. She's terrible in it. Like the, the whole movie premises about like surrounds the fact that Sarah Jessica Parker is super annoying in that movie. Yep. Craig T. Nelson, you're right. Delman Marooney, Luke Wilson's in it too. And yeah. Rachel McAdams. Yeah, no, you nailed it. Yeah, 19 yeah. or 2005 came out. Uh-huh. So we'll skip that. Well, maybe, maybe I'll watch it to, to, but that's not really, that sounds more like more serious than, than comedy. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll skip that one. Um, so did no, you ever see Hitch? The one with Will Smith? Very good. And Kevin James. Yeah. That is a funny one. That is a good yeah. one. Actually, I was, I was pleasantly surprised uh, at that movie. Yeah, that was good. That's a good one. Yeah, really good. Um. So yeah, that's my recommendation for the next one. Like if I really even thinking about about movies like would what rom-com would frank like i'm gonna say notting hill next i'm in it i'll, I'll watch it next saying but, that that's the second british movie that i'm recommending to you but i think you'll like it well then i would recommend that you revisit four weddings and a funeral because i think you might like it more now than you did then because i thought it was hilarious I, it was one of my favorite movies of the 90s actually yeah. i was shocked because i was like oh we'll see and this is the, and that was actually the arrival of hugh grant i think that's the first movie i saw him in that was yeah. that not popular before he really got big. Well, uh, but the uh, movie he did with Julianne Moore, where she got nine months, and he, yeah, that was a cute movie. Yeah, I think Chris yeah. Columbus did that one. I never saw that one, but because uh, that's the movie that came out right when his scandal came out. That's he was promoting uh, that movie when he was on when Jay Leno asked him, "What were you thinking?" <laughs> that famous interview. Oh, yeah. 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 And um, Jeff Goldblum is in that movie, and there's oh, well, you that I'm in. Goldblum. Oh, I love Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. There's He's great. About him, that's so like yes. I don't know what it is. I'm I'm in. For <laughs> oh, he does it for you. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> but you let me tell me you want to do this again. I'm totally down. 
this is my this is my no absolutely so no, no, you're you're the you're the person I go to. You're the expert. So no, no, this is done. We'll do Notting Hill. So I will watch it, and then we'll arrange another time to do this. Because like I said, I want to do the rom com corners more frequently because it's forcing me to watch a genre I don't really watch. So I kind of like that that it's making me watch movies that I would never watch otherwise. Uh, so I'm yeah. I'm glad to do that. So like I said, I would have never seen this any of these movies without talking to you about it. So it's kind of cool to do it. So and especially if I get one that I like. So yeah, all right, cool. So we'll go. I did. All right, we'll go ahead and wrap this one up. This is Let Me Bend Your Podcast. Again, my name is Frank. I'm the host. I discuss and review movies new and old. Again, I want to thank Jamie for coming on. You can follow the podcast wherever you get podcasts. It's on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, CastBox, Amazon Music, and on Podbean. And you can get uh, the shows from the website at letmebendyourear.com. You can email the show at bendyourearpodcast at gmail.com. So again, thank you for those that joined live. And uh, we'll see you again soon. And we'll be definitely doing another rom-com corner soon. Thanks again, Jamie. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks. Bye.